following podcast contains strong language such as fuck, shit, piss flats, Brexit, and Trump. I'm recording this from the start of the year 2020. It's a bright new decade. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, sounds alright to me. Yeah. Oh, hang on, we missed the bloody it's the grumpy old queer cast. We we can we we can do that now. It's the grumpy old queer cast. We will infect your ears. Listen to us in the shower. I can see you. You're all icky and bony. And we can always see you. And strong. Ooh, horrible towels, though. <laughs> Need to get to work on the damp on that plumbing, on that, on that there shower curtain thing. Oh, you know what? You can get a spray for that. Dettol. Don't even need to wipe it off. Talking about what of wiping things off. How was your week, Paul? Oh, yeah. Um, so, t- 2021. Um, are we at the end of the year yet? Um, which year? Hang on. <laughs> 2021. I think it started 12 years ago. It feels like we've only had ten days of twenty twenty one at the time of recording. Oh. oh, for God's sake! So what 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 happened so far this year, Paul? Um, well, I drank Bailey's. Yes, we all did. Yeah, lots of it. Um, so that was fun. Um, so yeah, this year, oof. So we finally. <laughs> properly brexited um that's going swimmingly there have been no problems with that at all um there are now two new variants of covid19 one is the english version our own homegrown infectious going to destroy the entire planet version that's more infectious than the other one by 70% more. It's almost buy one, get one free. Mm-hmm. And there's a variant in South Africa that they're, they're scared. The These new jabs that nurses are running around the country just jamming into people won't work on. Because in my head, the way that they rush um, inoculations is you just stand in a corridor and mental nurses just run along with needles in their hands, just randomly stabbing them into people, like in the forehead, in the eye. And that that is my mental image of it, even though that isn't what's happening. They are being very professional and doing it very well. Um, my one's more fun. Did you see the Queen's had it? Do you, do you know why they 
made such a big brouhaha about a 94-year-old lady having a jab. And her even more ancient husband. Hang on, hang on. Who who did the jab? Was, was it Charles in a nurse's outfit? Because I would not trust it. I would not trust it either. Or Camilla. <laughs> or Camilla in a nurse's or, outfit. Or Catherine. You're just waiting for somebody to die, isn't she, really? Yeah. I want to be a princess, damn it. Yep. (laughs) But but apparently, you're getting old beers at the minute saying, oh, I don't want to have that Pfizer jab. No, I'll wait for the British one. Yeah. Yeah, I'd read those stories as well. I'm just going, really? That is just stupid. I mean, I so my mother is at least five hundred years old. Um, she oh, says she's near a seventy, but I know that she's lying. Um, she started around the same time as Elizabeth the first. Um, and we've had a conversation about whether she should have the have it or not. Um, she was worried about possible side effects. And I turned around to her and said, yeah, there might be side effects, but this is the best chance of you being able to actually leave your flat. She hasn't left her flat since March. Because she's been shielding all the way through. And she's, you know, lucky enough that she has carers that come in, so she's not lonely. And I talk to her on the phone at least once a day, and we've managed to, via various means sort out food deliveries for her. That's good. Um, so she was considering it, and I'm like, well, th- whichever one it is, you just need to have it. But don't go out until a lot of other people have had it as well, because we need a lot of people to have it so that it's safer. Bloody idiots around COVID. And did you see the news reports of people filming in hospital wards? Oh, you mean the Look how quiet the hospital is. It's so quiet in this corridor, in a bit of the hospital that has been shut down because everyone's dealing with COVID elsewhere. Of course it's going to be flipping quiet. But, oh, you're getting some morons on the internet going, all lives are valid. Well, enough about the COVID lives. What about the mental health lives? What about the cancer lives? Well, you know what? If it's pressing, you will still get your operation. Yeah. That was never off the table. Well, people like yeah. the drawing the Black Death. Did you get people going, well, hey, what about dropsy? What about leprosy? What about all these other things that people die from? My child cannot wear a plague, Dr. Mark. He's scared of beach. He really is. that when we're at the place where we're more educated than we've ever been before that how people could be so preposterously stupid it just speaking of preposterously stupid shall we talk about america oh i'm not sure i have uh, enough alcohol in my system i don't have any alcohol in my system What have we come to? Um, Actually, I have mulled wine flavoured gin. Oh, okay. It was. I have prosecco, but 
gifted to me and I was going to use it at New Year's but it didn't Is this happen. a law? We can't do a podcast unless we're a little bit tipsy. Hey, I, I, we're completely sober. I yeah, I am more I, sober than many I haven't drunk today. Yeah. Um, but I'm definitely not doing dry January. Hell no. Because just no. There's too much going on occasion. Occasionally, mother need need needs gin or Bailey's. <sighs> but seriously, when the news story broke on Wednesday, I was just minding my own business, doing the usual looking at kind of like cats and just random tweets and spoilers. Yeah, and then suddenly this video popped up saying the capital has been taken, and I was like, "Is this real?" And I was just thinking, "Oh, this is just some kind of." Oaks or whatever. Yeah. And then I told Ruth, and she was like, "Oh no, no, no! Wait until that's been validated by a reliable source." And Proper then, website. And then we spent yeah. the rest of the evening either looking at that or watching the news because we were just completely riveted by it. I was yeah. so excited. It was like Christmas Eve when I was a kid. I thought, "Is he going to be removed from office overnight?" Yeah. Oh, we weren't that lucky, were we? Um, so for any of our listeners that are listening and have been living under a rock, um, President Donald J. Trump of the United States of America on the 6th of January, which is the date that Congress meets to finally rubber stamp that the president, who the new president's going to be, um, Donald J. Trump doesn't believe that he isn't going to be the new president, and he had a rally outside of the White House where he encouraged right-wing nutjobs, or Republicans, as they're also known, to march on the Capitol building, which is America's parliament, while they were doing this. So, while that was happening, cut in a dramatic flurry to the Capitol, where in the Senate and Congress they were discussing objections to uh, Alaska, I believe. We all object to Alaska. It's too freaking cold. Yeah, I'm not sure if it was Alaska or... No, Arizona. It was one of the A's. Um... So they objected to the votes from Arizona being counted because of allegations of voter fraud. Because apparently allegations are all you need. You don't need proof anymore. And they want to have a 10-day commission to look into it and set aside anyone that basically didn't vote for Trump. And as that was happening, the crowd got to the Capitol. The police... The Capitol Police, who were um, seemed to have two levels of protecting the Capitol building. Um, one, when the crowds that are coming nearby have brown faces more than white, they will be there with AK-47s and overwhelming force, and you look at them wrong and they'll bung you in a unmarked van and detain you for however long they want. Um, illegally, I might add. <clears throat> or, if it's white, right-wing nut jobs, 
they will take selfies with them and then stand aside while they invade the Capitol building. They let them in and help them they move let... the furniture. Yep, help them in, help them move the furniture, and then, you know, have to very quick, very hastily evacuate senators and congressmen and their own vice president, Mike Pence, um, to somewhere safe. And it was that unsafe. They couldn't move them out of the building. They were just in one of the basements, so they couldn't leave the complex, whereas normally they'd just be hightailed it out of there. Um, That didn't happen. Um, Trump then went on... Well, Biden first went on on TV and denounced the whole thing as a coup and sedition, which it is. Sedition! Yes. I, I see you've seen that video too. Um, and then um, Trump went on to say he should be president and he and the election was a hoax and the people there that they need to have peace and order but he loves them and they're special but they need to go home. Very, very well, well, they, they they are very special, but not in the way that Trump meant. Um, so, yeah. So, that happened. What would have happened if it, happened, if it had happened in our Parliament? The SAS would have been going up the side of Big Ben. They would have been shot instantly, on sight. The instant that anybody set foot over the threshold, they would have been shot. Seriously. Yeah. I just don't get it. And, and didn't a policeman get killed with a fire extinguisher? A policeman got killed. Um, then there was this poor, this woman that everyone is apparently very sad that she died. Um, I'm not. She was at the forefront of a group of people breaking into the Capitol building. She got shot. I'm glad she's dead. Hang on, she that was the guy that uh, tasered himself in the balls. And then died of a heart attack. Yep, that one as well. That's very Darwinian, that. Yep. Um, These people are very helpful with the police, though, um, because they didn't wear masks. So it's been very helpful to identify them. And they're being arrested one by one. Although the people that haven't been arrested are, you know, Trump, Rudy Giuliani, Trump's sons that lot, or Senator Ted Cruz, or any of the US Senators that incited the whole thing. Well, they've been enabling Trump for four years, and seriously, they they didn't think this was going to happen. And they call it, oh yeah, it's a First Amendment protest, as in right to free speech. The fuck it was. It's not right to free speech. And these people planned it for a long time. Oh, yeah, they had shirts with the date on and everything. So they clearly had been planning this for months. And the, the good thing is, though, Trump got banned from Twitter and from Facebook and Apple and Google Instagram and TikTok. Parler um, or Parlay? Parler, I believe. Okay. Um, well, it's been pulled from some app stores, so people can't now download it easily. Um, but they're still talking on there. And I saw a 
tweet with a screen grab from Parler where they're trying to get people's details because Trump is apparently going to pardon everyone, but they need the details by Tuesday before he can be impeached and isn't allowed to pardon anyone That's anymore. Fishing attempt, surely, right? <laughs> I'm. Yeah, see, I think they might be that dumb that it might not be. They are that idiotic by the look of it. Yeah, and don't forget this is Trump and Rudy Giuliani. They're not exactly the sharpest tools in the shed. They're definitely tools, but... But the other good thing, in Georgia, they elected two Democrats. Um, They elected a, a Jewish man. And they also elected the first black senator from from Georgia, but any of the southern states that were slave-owning states. That's brilliant, yeah. Well, he's only the 11th black senator in US history, which I actually found quite shocking, to be honest. I thought they would have had more by now. Well, you know what? It's 11 now, and it, it just takes... Somebody to do a really good job in a place where they haven't traditionally been elected, and that tide is permanently changed. Yeah. So I am, you know, I'm really happy that, you know, some good stuff's happening. Um, Not sure whether Trump's going to be removed via the 25th Amendment or impeached. I... To be honest, I want them to go with impeachment. Well, what happens if he gets the 25th invoked? Does he still get his pension? Because if he gets impeached, he loses the... Um, he still gets his pension and all the rest of it. Um, and the other thing is, he doesn't actually... I, I'm not really sure that he meets the threshold for action under the 25th to kick in. What he's done is awful and is criminal, but the 25th is for if he's mentally, well, either physically or mentally unstable, and there is no diagnosis of mental illness on that, and I don't really, I don't want him to use that as an excuse, or apologists to use that as an excuse, and I'd rather, from an outside perspective, I think the most juicy justice available would be impeachment, because that puts the Republican Party in a bind. They either have to vote it through, because Republicans would have to vote for it, it, their people would have to vote for it for there to be the required majority in the House of Representatives and in the Senate. How many do we need to get them to do that? two-thirds majority in the Senate. I think it's two-thirds. I'm not entirely sure. So both um, so, to agree, is that right? So the House of Representatives have to vote to impeach. Then it goes to the Senate and they actually hold the trial. And they then have to vote if they find him guilty or not. And then they decide what remedy they're going to apply. Whether he's removed as president or censured or whatever else they can do. There are a few things they can do. But 
I just think the juicy justice is that the Republicans are then on the back foot. And these are the people that have enabled him for the last four years. Yeah. So if they don't vote for it, they're forever tarnished with this person started a coup. You've said it's now okay because you didn't vote for it. They'll be unelectable for years to come. Yeah. I just don't get why somebody like Ted Cruz, who used to be an opponent to Trump, was running against Trump, objected to Trump slagging off his wife. It's because Trump took over the Republican Party, and he's a lazy shit, basically. Um, So a lot of Trump is popular with his base. His base comprises a large part of the Republican Party. And Trump isn't going to be quiet. So people were trying to carry favour with Trump because they didn't want to be challenged in their primary elections by other Republicans that Trump might suggest should have the seat instead. Um, So that's why he's done it. They're basically eyeing presidential runs themselves and and being lazy about trying to get a large chunk of people to not instantly hate them. But now from they're what developing I've developing consciences and dropping out. Oh, they're, they're developing consciences and saying, oh, this, this is too much. Seriously, this is the bit that's too much? What about the last four years? They're just trying to wash and clean their reputations. Hopefully it won't work, and I think the impeachment way actually forces them to do something that's concrete. And hopefully they will impeach, but if they don't, then it causes problems. The only bad side of impeachment is Mitch McConnell, until the new senators are seated when the new session opens, he is still the majority leader. And he is refusing to recall the Senate until the 19th of January. Hmm. Once impeachment proceedings have been voted on by the House of Representatives, the only thing the Senate can sit to do is have impeachment hearings. That's all they can do. They can't... But the the problem for Biden, then, is his cabinet secretaries, any of his cabinet appointments, can't be confirmed by the Senate. um, Economic relief or COVID measures can't be agreed by the Senate because all they can do is vote, is go through impeachment. So it's a, they're not, I was reading an article about it and the intricacies of it earlier, and they're not entirely sure what they're going to do. So, yeah. I hope they do it, but then again, if they do get the... Once the new senators are seated, the Democrats have the majority and they could just vote through the impeachment without hear. They could decide not to hear evidence and just decide to vote that he's impeached. Because just because Trump isn't president after the 20th 
if he's under the impeachment process, that carries on until it's concluded, till there's a result of that trial, is my understanding. Yeah, yeah. I thought they were saying they could actually get it done by the end of the week. The House of Representatives could, and the Senate could as well, but Mitch McConnell is refusing to recall the Senate, as they're not in session at the moment. But if the House of Representatives say, Oi, we need you guys back, if they pass the... The, the Senate can still go, No, we're not coming back until that date. Oh. Apparently. Even though there's a national emergency going on? Yeah. What a screwed up system. Oh, it's the same over here. Um, The Parliament, the Speaker of the... House of Lords and also the House of Commons, they have to agree to recall Parliament in emergency situations, and they could refuse. They never have, but it's, it's a weird situation. And let's face it, the founding people in America, I doubt they thought they'd have an insane president with us with the ability to do as much damage as he can back when everything started. so Inconvenient of them. I mean, honestly, not thinking several hundred years ahead. I know, it's just rude. <laughs> oh, dear. But yes, that's what the, um, the rebellious colonial... our rebellious colonial friends in America have been doing. <laughs> Well, what else are we grumpy about this week? Well, Brexit. I am grumpy about Brexit still. The one thing I am happy about, I am no longer a Remainer. Because we are no longer part of it. I am now a Rejoiner. Mm -hmm. And as soon as we get the option to rejoin, I will be going for that like, like the Clappers. Um... But yeah, I'm I'm annoyed that the Brexiteer or the Brexiteurs, as I prefer to call them, are still trying to spin everything as a victory for themselves and ignoring you know a little thing called the truth and honesty and out and out lying. Um, so just one example is, um, so performers now don't have easy travel to Europe, and performers from Europe no longer have easy travel to the UK. So the Edinburgh Fringe is screwed. Yeah, just a bit. And the government said, oh, that's because of the EU, they refused, blah, blah, blah. It turns out that the EU, as standard with that, with any agreements, they offer a 90-day period. So, standard proposal to exempt performers from the huge costs and bureaucracy for 90 days. That was turned down because the EU asked for reciprocal 
the EU ask for the same thing to be done for their performers as they would do for ours. Mm -hmm. So they were offering 90-day visa-free, it's fine. British government went, oh no, we have to have harsher immigration laws. And they refused it. But the Conservatives and the Brexiteurs have been running their gums about it being the EU. No, we offered them something that was reasonable and good. What we offered them was 30 days with harsher restrictions. 30 days, you can do a, a miniature number. It's all right. You can, but it's 30 days with you have to have to fill out more paperwork, have letters from the event perform from the event promoter and other guarantees that they didn't have to have. They, they wouldn't have to have, and it would be a 90-day period. It's ridiculous. And it's just the, the Brexiters basically lying or massaging the truth. All because we have to have our own new rules and have harsher restrictions on immigration. Ugh. They can, they, they can just fuck off. And then they can fuck off some more. And then Pretty Patel the can thing. fuck off even further. Fuck off some. Yeah, they've got to fill off the uh, FU12. Yeah. <sighs> so, yeah, that's what I'm grumpy about. Also, the other bit where you, I'm just tired of people moaning about the consequences of Brexit. Yeah. We warned you. A lot. Yes, and they tend to be living in Spain as well. You know, the, oh, I've got to fill in this form, get a visa to go back between the UK and Spain. Well, you chose to live there and yet you still voted for Brexit. You dick. And we told you... So annoying. It really is. Seriously, does anybody actually have a problem with being in the EU? I didn't have a problem. It's absolutely fine. The only thing I objected to was the whole tariffs from stuff from Australia, Canada, and the US. If they could have got rid of that, I'd have been happy with everything. Yeah. And it turns out that they're doing trade deals now that will get rid of those tariffs. Oh, It's just... Frustrating. It, it's just frustrating and annoying. Rachel, what's made you grumpy this week? I know it probably sounds trivial in comparison with everything else that's been going on, but for me it is the complete lack of any form of cheerful literature at the moment. Because what with coups and pandemics and everything else that we're well aware of, I thought, ooh, I would really like to read a cheerful book that makes me laugh and um, gives me a sense of mental well-being and is a joy to read. Am I able to find that? Can I hell? I'm just kind of leafing through, well, not leafing, but you know what I mean, going through my Kindle, yeah. going, ooh, what's this like? What's this like? 
and there's just so much dystopian literature and the thing about dystopias is that what you read on a winter's night where you're all snug and cosy and when there isn't the danger of a plague wiping out the population or a maniac in the White House. It's what you read where you think this is never going to happen to me. This is an interesting thought experiment. This is what could possibly happen if we were really exceptionally unlucky. Oh, hang on. Wait, I think I can see your problem. You need to go to the bit where it's got the genre. You're clearly looking at the real life one. Mm-hmm. Um, go for go for dystopia and fantasy, where everything's nice and sunny. <laughs> unicorns frolic. Yep. And even then, they're probably going to be like evil Nazi unicorns that eat people. So I, I just want to read something nice, and I Good ask one. people to recommend it, and I just kind of yeah. get nothing. Like they've almost forgotten the existence of positive, non-doom-laden literature. And I want to know why. And it's the same when you turn the TV on as well. I just, it's frustrating to say the least. Yeah. I am a Could be worse. upbeat person. I want chirpy, upbeat books. Okay. You should watch Cats the Musical. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> Judy Dent licks her bum. Spoiler. Cockroaches with people's faces. Oh no, I I haven't brought myself to watch that yet. I'm not lying. No. Okay. Um. So no, I agree. It is a bit. We need a chuckle. We really do, particularly in these times. Um, Ruth. Well. What's made you grumpy? (laughs) Can we say? The colour of the new uniforms in Star Trek Discovery. <laughs> Grey and yellow? I mean, what is, what is this? Is this the next catalogue for duvets for young boys from the 1980s? Come on. You, and the, then you have the grey and red, which just looks like my old graduation robes. So, no. And just... Oh, oh there was some positives out of the end of uh, Starship Discovery. Uh, spoiler alert. Michael Burnham is captain now. Whoop, whoop. And yep. it looks like things may be getting hotter between our pilots that we ship. Yep. And They've got to get together, otherwise I'm going to go shins on on their arse. Yes, exactly. Because <laughs> it's bad enough that we've lost Emperor Giorgio. I mean, I love Emperor Giorgio. She just oh. kicks ass and spills tea through the multiverse. That's, yes. that's what I want to be, you know. And she, you know, she will be back in section 31 that they, they've they put a pause to recording, but they are, it is going to happen. They, you know, COVID has caused some problems with recording schedules. Um, and Picard's going to be back soon. Ooh. You know what I want to see? Janeway. That's but yeah. Like Picard, but about Janeway. That's what I want to see. Yeah. Me too. She's my favourite captain. Mine too. I don't know. There's certain things that annoyed me there. Like, I was really happy 
that they've got a non-binary character. Really happy that they've got an openly trans actor in the cast. I'm really happy that they've got a when one of the disabled sorry, when one of the actors who played one of the Klingons um got disabled, they brought him back as a brand new character, you know, Aurelio, the uh, the chap in the wheelchair. Yeah. So disabled actors playing disabled parts represent. Yeah. But why am I the lesbian? They've got Tig Notaro playing Reno, one of the engineers, who's a genius, but her character's kind of like being pushed to the side by Adira, who is essentially non-binary Wesley Crusher, and nobody ever liked Wesley Crusher. Will Wheaton, though, we love, especially in the Highland Sextasy kill. Okay. Um, yeah, it, it they do have their own Wesley Crusher in there, and no. They, that, that just needs to... They need to develop them, their characters more. Yeah. Um, and give them a better arc, which I hope they're going to be doing next series. Yeah, rather than... Oh yeah, by the way, I just thought I'd uh, break the rules, jump in and save your asses by... Uh, by by suddenly giving you all radiation treatment. Like, <sighs> Colbert could have brought that in himself. You know? Oh, so we are in the new year. This is our first podcast of the new year. Um, did anyone have any New Year's resolutions? Stay alive. That That's a good one. I think that's my one. That's my default. Um, is get to the next New Year still alive? Somehow. I really couldn't think of one because, yeah, most years I do draw up a list which I then discard by, like, the third or fourth day, but you can't go to the gym because they're all shut. I can't embark upon a new project because... I'm not writing anything at the moment due to all the stress that's going on. And, yeah, I I can't even kind of do the whole be nice to other people, be more sociable, because, well, I can't really. No. There you go, it's all been scrapped. It's all been scrapped because of fucking lockdown. Yeah, anybody who tried to uh, go on a diet, yeah, that's already fucked by now, isn't it? Well, any fad diet, it really... So, dry January. I think that was fucked on... Well, to be honest, for me, I think it was fucked on the 1st of January. Um, Only way I'm getting through bits of it is, you know, not getting pissed, because I don't, really. Um, But I do have the odd drink here and there. Yeah. And I, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to demonise a coping mechanism that I have, which is to relax watching something on YouTube whilst having a glass of something at the same time. Yeah. If I've had a bad day, I'm not going to demonise that. Um, but yeah, fad diet, Brexit's fucked them, because... You try getting your kale, bitches. Yeah. Um, well, I suppose the fish diet wouldn't be, because we probably catch more fish now than we can get rid of. 
That's great. We have fish soup with fish casserole and uh, fish salad on the side. Yep. I, I like herring though. Herring's good. So yeah, fad diets are definitely out the window. Gyms definitely out the window. Being sociable, no. Um, learning new, yeah, learning new skills. Well, you can do that, sort of. But whose new skills consider uh, uh, consisted of finding out new ways to open bottles? Yes. Or make fucking banana bread. Who makes banana bread? It is shit. It's not banana. It's not bread. What's it for? Yeah. It's one of those things that's cake, but not cake. Yeah. Like carrot cake. Oh, I love carrot cake. Nah. Especially the icing on top. Yeah, beautiful. Ah, well, agree to disagree on that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've been reading a lot more. I mean, I know it's like only the tenth, but I've already finished reading one book, and normally it would take me one to two months to finish reading a book. But it was all about sex lives of the rich, gay, and debt, um, called Full Service by Scotty Bowers. And she kept reading out choice sections that I really did not want to hear. Just ah, yeah, there was some doo doo queening going on there. Not me. Um, what this uh, famous old actor? But you'll have to read the book if you want to find out who it was. Yeah, it's the you know in Hollywood, the um, not the place, the TV show by Ryan Murphy. Yes, I do know the um, Hollywood series. Okay, so that um, petrol station where they all effectively um, operate it like a brothel to the rich and famous. Well. That was true. That's what that, okay. uh, That's what this guy's biography is about. So I thoroughly recommend it. Something good read, and Catherine Hepburn knew it. Cool. Yeah. Oh, and I'm also reading a bit of young adult fiction because my eyes were tired and my brain is bashed and I just wanted to read something good. Um, Lies We Tell Ourselves by Robin Talley, which is um, about, it, is it the 1960s and 1950s? But it's when the schools stopped being desegregated and um, there's a couple of black students going into this southern school for the first time and they're being picked on. And one of the queen bitches turns out to uh, be attracted to one of the um, black girls that has um, joined the school. And you see the story from their two perspectives of what's going to happen, um, fear for their friends. There's some violent scenes. Uh, again, thoroughly good read. Young Adult has gone a lot better since the old Point Horror, Point Horror books. Where most of the cool. is these days. Well, that's it. the The stories that grasp that today's teenagers are the are going to be the mainstream fiction of the next 
15 years, 20 years. Either way, the people who will be earning all the moolah when we're old farts. When we're old farts? I thought we were already there. <laughs> well, yeah, given uh, you, you didn't hear me trying to get up from my seat earlier. Because my, my back, I have a spinal injury, right? And in the cold weather, I seize up. So you heard me going, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chewbacca noises, trying to get up. Or like Charlie. Yeah. Says. What other resolutions have you made? Or none? I, I haven't made any. None whatsoever. No. Uh, 2021 is going to be another write-off. Let's be fair. Well, most of it probably is, um, thanks to the new variants of flipping COVID. Hey, look, oh. it's, not all, it's not all doom and gloom, because a new vaccine has been signed off in the UK this week, the Moderna jab. Now, those of you who like a bit of celebrity news, this is the jab that was partially funded, $1 million of it, by Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. Great songwriter, great singer, feminist, and she can save the world. Come on. They're jabbing nine to five. Do, 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 do. <laughs> I like it. We should have that as like the theme tune for the um, vaccine programme. <laughs> um. What? Prick? Just a little bit more. Oh, dear. That that let's end that there before it descends <laughs> even more. Um so yeah. So um that has been another thrilling session of the Grumpy Old Queercast, the first one for the year twenty twenty one. That already seems like it's gone on for five decades. Yeah, because twenty twenty one. Wait. Get out. I'm voting you out first. Sorry. Um, Look, this is how she gets eaten first. Okay, fair enough. Um, <laughs> so that's our first episode, and we're just as dirty. ever, just as dirty as ever, talking about drink as ever, and having derailed thought trains left, right, and centre. Um, yeah, I love the tangents. It's what we're here for. More tangents so, than Maths GCSE. <laughs> which I failed five times. Oh, okay. Um, so, that's our first episode. Let's say goodbye. <sighs> it's goodbye from me. Tatty bye, darlings. Bye-bye. We love you. You're special. No, I'm not Trump. Um, goodbye. We tolerate you. You're not special. Listen to us in a few weeks. You're average at Worthless. best. Yeah. Nice hair, though. Yeah. You're shit. Yeah. And the one just to the left behind you? You know what you did. And you, pull your trousers up. Okay, so that's that bit done. Um, so let's do the recording the section bit. 
if you want to hear more from the grumpy old queercast, you can catch us at anchor.fm forward slash grumpy old queercast. You can leave a voice message if you wish. You can also tweet us at grumpy old Q. That's at grumpy old letter Q or one word. And the Facebook page is the Grumpy Old Queercast. Look for the rainbow-coloured microphone with a set of earphones above.